another program of Women at the Well Ministries, where our highest priority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. The Bible says without faith it is impossible to please him. Our faith grows as we learn who God truly is. Just one look, even a glance at Psalms 144 will fill your heart with such confidence in God and assurance that God is able that you will easily be transformed to walk by faith and not by sight. In part three of this five-part series on the characteristic roles of God, Come take a journey with Kim through the scriptures, focusing on Psalms 144, and let the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Hello, and thank you for joining us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries. This is part three of a five-part series, and in part one, we talked about He is our Lord and He is our strength. In part two, we talked about how He is our teacher and how he is our goodness, and that we have no goodness in us apart from him and his work in our lives. And now today we're going to talk about him being our fortress and how he is our high tower or our stronghold, how he is, he is the person who is going to enable us to get that victory over the devil. And when we think about that, we are coming out of Psalms 144, as our, um, our text for um, all of these in this series. And we're going to spend a little bit of time in Samuel today as well. But in Psalms 144, verses 1, 2, and 3, it says, Blessed be the Lord my strength, which teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight, my goodness and my fortress, my high tower and my deliverer, my shield, and he in whom I trust, who subdueth my people under me, Lord, what is man, that thou takest knowledge of him, or the son of man, that thou makest account of him? It is such an amazing blessing and such sweet assurance to know that Jesus makes account of us. He is keeping track of our lives and the things that are coming in and coming out of our lives, not necessarily to judge us because we who know Christ as Savior know that we'll give account of our lives, but we know that our salvation is secure. But he is going to look at our lives and he's going to see what it is that we are doing with the gifts and the talents and the blessings that he's bestowing upon us and how we are walking according to his plan for our lives, and if we are in the center of his will. But he also makes account of the things that happen. Nothing that you do goes unnoticed by the master. Nothing that happens to you is just glanced off of his eyes. No, they are all things that he has allowed to filter through his nail-scarred hands to bring him glory 
or to bring you closer to what he would have you to be. And so it's an amazing thing as we begin to look at these characteristics of God. By the time we're finished with this series, we will have gone through 10 characteristics of God, these characteristic roles that he plays in our lives. It's like having this entire team around us, surrounding us to help us be what we should be and to help us to accomplish and be successful. There are people in this world who have handlers who help them get what they need and make sure that they're doing the right thing. We think of them mostly as movie stars or or big famous people, but sometimes God will allow people in your lives to do the same thing. And we don't call them handlers. We always call them friends usually, but we need other people to surround us. But we have an entire team in God himself. We have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, and the many roles that they each play in our lives enable us to live the life that he has planned for us. And today we're going to focus on the two characteristic roles of God is our fortress and he is our high tower. When we're thinking about a fortress, it's this hedging around us, this hedge of protection that the enemy cannot penetrate. And so we're safe in this fortress, the snares of the devil, the um, arrows of the enemy, the hurt, the problems, the situations that the enemy would want for us. In this fortress of God cannot impale us or impact us in a negative way, as long as we're staying in the center of God's will. When we think about the fortress, we can't help but think about Ephesians 6, where we're given this armor of God to subdue the devil because we realize that the devil is out to get us and that we are in a spiritual warfare because the devil doesn't want anything to give God glory or God praise. So he's constantly trying to put a monkey wrench in our faith. He's constantly trying to throw an obstacle at our, our path. But we are told that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We are told that we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. We are told that in him, we can do all things. And Mark nine twenty three clearly lays out, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And so when we think of this fortress, let's think about 2 Samuel chapter 22, verses 1 and 2. And this, this 2 Samuel chapter 22 is, is devoted to David's psalm of thanksgiving. And what he's thanking him for is God's powerful deliverance and the manifold blessings that he's bestowed upon David. And verse 1 says, And David spake unto the Lord the words of his song in the day that the Lord had delivered him out of the hand of all his enemies and out of the hand of Saul. So in God, Saul is, uh, David is protected from all that Saul has to hit him with. And verse 2 says, And he said, This is David. The Lord is my rock and my fortress, 
and my deliverer. In verse 3, he says, The God of my rock, in him will I trust. He is my shield and the horn of my salvation, my high tower and my refuge, my Savior. Thou savest me from the violence. David further goes on in verse 4 to say, I will call on the Lord who is worthy to be praised, and so shall I be saved from mine enemies. He is our fortress. David knew how to use the fortress. See, if you're on the outside of the fortress, it doesn't do you any good. If you climb over the wall of your fortress, and it's just you and the enemies looking right at you, that fortress isn't going to do you a bit of good. You've got to be inside the fortress. You've got to be behind that shield of protection. How do we do that? We accept Jesus as our Savior. But if we as Christians, how do we live in the rock of protection of the God of our salvation? We follow his commandments. We follow his will. We follow his ways. That's how we do it. We trust in him. See, he said, the Lord is my rock. And he says, in him will I trust. If you want to be protected, you got to realize that God is Lord of your life. You have to allow him to direct your paths. And then he becomes this fortress all around you. In Psalms 31.3, he says, For thou art my rock and my fortress, therefore for thy name's sake lead me and guide me. See, David is telling us in Samuel what he also shows us in Psalms. you got to follow. That's the decision you need to make today. I say this so often. You don't have to make the 75,000 decisions, it seems, like faces you on a daily basis. Before your eyes ever open and you call upon the Lord Jesus in the morning, thanking him for another day in life, ask him to lead you and to direct you, to speak to you in ways that you understand, to clarify his will for your life, and then follow. In Psalms 91, 2, he says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In him will I trust. It is a constant theme that we are going to be in the saving protection of God. We got to trust him, follow him, let him guide us. And then Nahum 1, 7, you got to love Nahum. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knoweth them that trust in him. Do you see that constant theme of this fortress of God? you got to trust in him. See, if you don't trust in him, you're not going to be behind the wall of God. You're going to be out there leading the charge, nothing between you and the enemy. And you're going to go down, like a brick in the air. You got to be behind it. You got to trust that his way and his will and his life for you is the right one and it's the best one. And that his knowledge and his wisdom that he imparts to you is better than anything you can think of on your own. And that when he says go, you know to trust his word. 
he says, turn left, you turn left. If he says, turn right, you turn right. And you don't sit there and think, but left looks like it's harder than right. Yeah. Sometimes the way that he carves for you seems difficult. But if you've never heard anything else I've ever said, ask you to really listen to this. If you think the way that he has carved out for you is hard, with him walking beside of you, going in front of you, making the path straight that we're crooked, making a way for you, if you think that is difficult, you don't want to know what it's like to be on the path that is contrary to his will. Nothing good will come of that. And when we begin to think of him as our fortress, you can't help but think of him as our high tower. And, and, and Nahum talked about how he was a strong hold. He's, not, he's never lost a battle, and he's not going to lose one now. If you recall little David, when he was fighting the Goliath, they wanted to put all this armor on him, stuff that the other warriors would have had on, things of the world, things that a, a worldly idea that makes some sense would have been logical for him to wear, but it didn't fit him. See, the things of the world shouldn't fit you. The logic of the world isn't going to fit you. And there's going to be so many times in your life you're going to make a decision to follow Jesus, and even the closest people in your world are not going to understand. It's okay. Wasn't their assignment? Stick with Jesus. Because as a high tower, he's seeing above the battle. He's got a clear focus beyond the here and now. And the good news is, he's in the future. At the same time, he's in the now, and he was in the past. So from his point of view, from the shepherd's point of view, things look different. McKamey sang a song about the shepherd's point of view and the things that you thought were great that have led your soul astray. See, if it's not of God, it's wrong, even if it doesn't look wrong, smell wrong, or feel wrong, or in any other instance, would be wrong. The only right is being where God asks you to be, doing what God asks you to do, and doing it how God asks you to do it. That's the only right. Everything else is at least a little wrong. There's just one right. It's black and white. You got to be where God wants you to be. You got to do what God wants you to do. And you got to do it how God asks you to do it. And He's looking from a point of view, from an advantage that you don't have. And if you follow the theme of Him being the fortress and you trust Him and you place your faith in Him and you realize that the shepherd's point of view has always got you in the center of His will and want what's best for you and in a place where he can give you the most 
wonderful life you can have because it'll be the life he's planned for you. When you can get to that, then you're going to understand that he is the God of your rock, that he is your shield, that he's your high tower, he's your refuge, he's your savior. You'll understand David in 2 Samuel 22, 3. And in Psalm 18, 2, David says, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler, and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. These aren't just words he speaks here and there. I've just pointed you to a few verses where it talks of his high tower. It talks of his deliverance. It lets you know he's your refuge. These are the roles that God plays in our lives that enable us to live the life he's asked us to live. He's equipped us to do what he's called us to do. He enables us to live the life he requires of us. And he's got a plan to prosper you and to give you a hope. It is my sincere prayer today that you know him that you know him as your Lord, that you know him as your strength, that you know him as your teacher, that you know him as your goodness, and that you know him as your fortress and high tower. I pray that you know the roles that God has planned to carry out in your lives. You are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you all for joining us today in this program of Woman at the Well Ministries. We pray that it has been a blessing to you, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our website or our Facebook page. You can find us at watwm.org and at facebook.com slash watwm, where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your personal walk with God. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you would like to partner with Women at the Well Ministries, please visit our website at watwm.org. We would like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. Greatly appreciate your prayers. Know that we pray for our listeners. Remember that God loves you, and you are loved. Girl.